0: Ever look out into the vast sea of the universe. The universe. And challenge even your own imagination? Imagination? You don't think we're alone, do you? Do you? Do you? When you hear that the government is doing something, you always believe it, don't you? We are your third eye. This is Chasing Prophecy. Challenging your beliefs and pushing the boundaries of your imagination. If it's unexplained, we're talking about it. Whether you're a believer or a skeptic, we cover everything from political mayhem and tyranny to alien abductions and paranormal phenomena. You. You. Are not alone. Are not alone. This is the Chasing Prophecy, Chasing Prophecy Radio, Radio program. program. And now your hosts, Jenny Nicasio
1: good evening hello everyone and welcome to chase and prophecy we're on fm 107.7 in new orleans and 105.3 in henderson park i'm jenny nicasio we have a great guest tonight i hope everybody's doing good i just want to mention please post in the chat questions for our guest and our co-host john jisco he'll be joining us shortly i'm just going to go ahead and finish what i'm supposed to say And make sure you comment. We're on United Public Radio Talk. And that is who's sponsoring tonight's episode. I'm so glad you're all here tonight. We had a fantastic show on Sunday. It was a good one about the hunt the demon of Brownsville Road. We had a lot of questions, so we're gonna ask a couple questions in the chat later tonight. I just wanna hear your views on that. And without further ado, I just want to talk about John. John Freeman's story is amazing. And he ha- he shows how strong people can be. Eight years ago, John saw something incredible in the woods. He claims he saw Bigfoot. This changed everything for John. He struggled with PTSD. Then he found help and hope with the Fayette County Bigfoot group. John didn't learn about Bigfoot. He went further. He now does psychic readings and helps clear bad energy from homes. I want to find out if that had something to do with his, you know, his little, you know, viewing of Bigfoot. So let's welcome first off, John, and that's we're going to wait just one second. I want to bring on um, our superior master gamer co-host, Jarrett Driscoll to the show. Welcome to Chase and Prophecy, Jarrett.
0: Hey, hey guys, yeah, it's, it's nice to be on here and, uh, you know, pleasure to uh, be on the show. Uh, let me tell you about myself. Um, my gaming alias is the uh, Um I've been gaming here around 20 years. Um, I started out, you know, with uh, a Nintendo 64 console, working my way up to having an OLED, um, you know, device it's called the Steam Deck. It's, you know, very, very amazing device. Uh, obviously, right, it's, it's it's something that I'm super passionate about. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm really excited to hear more about Bigfoot. I um, really think that uh, aliens are probably going to start abducting at any moment now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But I want to say, I'm just going to pause, but I want to say hello to people that's not on the radio that are with us live in the chat. I want to say hello to Casey Boots, Virginia, Seeing Through the Veil, Kelly, Kelly Fade. Let's see what else we got here. Hey, there you go. Russ, Cindy, everyone, hello, and welcome to Chasing Prophecy Mud. Wow, there's a lot of people in the chat tonight. So make sure you comment and post I'm gonna to try to move as fast as I can uh, I don't know Jared if you see something that stands out in the chat you can you know how to do that you can bring people on like I'm just gonna hit the um, comment and you see how it comes on so without further ado I just want to welcome John Friedman into the ch- video stream here we go a good evening John Hello, John John saw me with my curlers on in the green room, <laughs> right. so that was the first one. I was a little, oh, no, <laughs> but that's okay. He, he didn't care. Yes. But, John, um, wow, I let's just, just want to go back a little bit before I start asking you some questions. Now, can you take us back to the day eight years ago, and what was it like seeing Bigfoot for the first time? Where'd he go? Uh-oh.
0: Did we, did we lose him?
1: I think we lost him. And there you go. <laughs> There's always some, What happened? We lost you uh, there.
0: Sorry about that.
1: <laughs> okay. Now, did you hear what I said? I Am just I here? You, yeah. I can hear you good. I just want to go back. Okay. I want to go back eight years ago. And I want you to tell us. You take us Hello? back. Can you hear? I can hear you. Can you hear us? You might right,
0: have here as well.
1: Are you muted?
2: Oh. I can't,
1: did, you, did you hit the mute? John. Oh jeez. <laughs> if you can John. Un, you're muted.
0: Hey Jonathan, I think you got your microphone
1: unmuted. Hey, let me see if he can wait a minute guys. Can you see that? Mm-hmm. You're muted. Hello. I can hear you. Me now? I can, I hear, can you. hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh no. Uh,
0: I can't oh. hear you.
1: I know. There's something wrong. I'm not sure why. Jared, can you hear me? Can you guys yeah, can, can you hear,
0: hear you. me? You have the uh, okay. audio turned
1: on he, your, your device. He's his. De- you have to turn your audio on. Oh. He was fine there for a second. Well, what we're going to do while he tries to figure out how to get back on, I'm going to go ahead and show you a a, a a viral TikTok that's going. I don't know if you guys and um, guys out there can. Let's see. He's back. Let's see. Can you hear us now, John?
2: Yes, I can hear you now. Oh, I'm thank sorry.
1: Thank you. Woo-hoo. Okay. Very nice. Okay, I want to ta- I want you to take us back eight years ago, and what okay. was it like seeing Bigfoot for the first time?
2: Well, my first encounter wasn't deep in the woods. It was actually on the side of the road, and my wife was driving. We're going down the road. It's a. It was a. Well, now it's a well-traveled road, but at the time there wasn't too much traffic here. And I looked over and it was standing on the side of the road. And I looked at the scene, I could, I looked up, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And I didn't know what I was seeing. To be honest with you. My wife still driving, never noticed. I couldn't even talk. It was like time stood still. Uh, I locked eyes with it. And it seemed like it took forever to get past it. And then finally about a half mile down the road. I said, stop the van. I just saw a big, I saw something. I don't know what I saw, is what I told her. And uh, then we had to go down and turn around and come back. So we'd come home and I was mad about it, what I saw. And for two weeks, I couldn't sleep. Because I've always hunted. I've always been in the woods my whole life. I've always fished in the state of Pennsylvania and other states too. And it was like, it wasn't a bear. I knew it wasn't a bear because I've seen bear, numerous bears in my life. And then it started coming to me at night, every night. And his face was like right in front of my face for like three years. I'd wake up in a panic, almost a panic attack. And uh, I sat in there one day and uh, saw in a paper about this group that meets. they were meeting at IHOP at the time in Uniontown. So we went up there, sat down. We're, And a person running the group says, "Uh, you have something you want to say. And I said, yeah, I do. And I told him, I says, "Uh, I saw something and I didn't, I don't know how to say this. And I told him what I saw. And I said, the problem is, is when you see something like this, you go to your family, tell them, you tell your friends, they all think you're nuts. Mm -hmm. If you would call 911, they would laugh at you. Okay. If you have a doctor and you tell them, you're gonna get put in a hospital because they're gonna think you're crazy, you lost it, you know? So I had to deal with all that and he helped me through it. His name was Fred Saluga, a good guy. He really helped me a lot that day, you know, through the time to get through this. So I started researching with him and I found a place by talking to people and I still research that area today I ended up with a second sighting and I cast tracks and stuff. I've, I've cast 26 different tracks right now, uh, over the years, taking numerous reports, uh, had them throw pine cones at us, rocks, uh, heard them whooping and stuff.
1: So the Bigfoot, he threw rocks and stuff at you?
2: They... I feel they throw stuff to get our attention away from where we're looking. Big, big at them.
0: Pretty big rocks, okay. rocks?
2: They're You know, they throw it like close to us. Uh, they've never hit any of us with anything. But they're like real small pebbles or whatever. Uh, they're, they are a fairly intelligent creature. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, I've talked to hundreds of people. not Not just, you know, one or two people that have given me their opinions of what they are i listened to what every one of them said every one of them had something different to say too because i want to i wanted to learn Mm -hmm. i started out that they were flesh and blood animals they're not flesh and blood animals because i found out later they're not that
1: they have like a spiritual side to them so jared did you say something i'm sorry
0: I, know, I was just asking john like what kind of like size the rocks where he's he said they're pebbles uh you know i think that makes sense you know but a little seems a little odd to me because like bigfoot i feel like he's got big hands like I, I feel like he'd be big picking up the big rock.
2: no the, the stuff they were throwing was like real real small just to make noise close to you to land close to you so you look that way like that
1: okay and, and you trying. take your
2: eye from where they might be so they can move Okay. Uh they. I do have friends that had have had big rocks thrown at them. Okay, I have never experienced that, to be honest with you. But I do have friends that have had that happen. A couple hundred pound rocks, oh, limbs before, off trees okay, that before, weren't from the area. You know.
1: Before you contacted Fred after your, your encounter, you said you experienced P.S. PTSD. PTSD. I can't pronounce PTSD. it. PTSD. But- like my brain's like dyslexia. Can you share a little bit how it affected your daily life? I mean, before you before you contacted him, I mean you said well, you saw you him put, a number of times in the wilderness. It would come
2: house. to you. It would come to you. You'd just be sitting there watching TV and you'd think it would your mind would just go flashback to when you saw it. You couldn't get why, away from it.
1: Okay, is that but why you contacted night, the Fiat... Fia, is that I'm sorry, I couldn't hear that my, my my, eye, my audio is cutting out must be the great internet at we night, have though,
2: when you would be sleeping it mm-hmm. would come to you and it would be right here in your face like this looking at you your eyes to its face you so know. you
1: mean you okay your your view on bigfoot isn't like this creature um you're you're saying it's more like a spiritual encounter than an actual entity like a, a like a mammal
2: I can honestly say I don't know what it is, okay? After all these years, I know that it can't be flesh and blood because of stuff that I've seen it do. Okay? It can't be like a bear or a, a primate. It's it's not like a, you know, a human form. You know what I mean? Okay.
1: Let me stop you right there because I want to share some TikTok viral. Um, this is on YouTube and on TikTok and Instagram. It's it's all over the internet. I've seen that actually, you, yeah. Did you see that? So I I'm going to share. Sure. I wonder why we're cutting out our audio is terrible. StreamYard is really screwing up lately. I apologize to our you know, people in the chat and people out there on the radio who are listening because it's really annoying because <laughs> I can hear a staticky. Unless that's the spiritual entity coming through. Every time we talk about something that's spiritual, there's some kind of a yeah. interruption in the audio and visual. So let me just go ahead. I'm gonna um pull up this. This is I'm gonna pull up the one. It's not a real big one, but let me pull this one before we get it into the face of it. Okay. Here's the video. Now apparently that's uh let me start from the beginning. This was caught on a trail cam. And I don't know if you can see, this is... Mm-hmm. This is the creature that they see. And some, there's the face of it. Now, I'm gonna blow, I have another TikTok, and I actually have a, a steel JPEG that I I made bigger. And this is, this is what people are claiming they saw on a trail cam.
0: So so let me ask you a question. So, you know, with the sudden surge in in generative AI, I mean, how do we know that, you know, again, the skeptic in me, right? How do we know that this isn't just something that is like a CGI or or generative AI?
1: I don't know. Uh, What do you think, John?
0: Okay.
2: There's a lot of videos out there just like the one you're watching. Mm -hmm. You want my honest opinion of it? That's why I don't watch them. <laughs> okay? Whenever I do presentations at events, which I've done presentations, I tell the people, shut off your YouTube, shut off your computers, go out in the woods. You're not going to find Bigfoot sitting in your living room watching a, something. I'm not going to say it isn't a way to research. I'm just going to say that it's not, you're not going to find your own evidence. Mm-hmm. Okay? And unless you know who po- posted that, you know, how how can you trust it? You know?
1: You can't. Well, here's another, right. here's another one right here. This Standing is what a passionate Bigfoot researcher that stays. And to me that looks, looks like a gorilla. I don't know what you guys, guys think. Shot this when he unexpectedly doubled back. That looks they like a um him out of the woods. To me surprising that looks like them that totally looks like a big uh, a gorilla anybody any comments in this in the stream what do you think it is I think it that one looks like it but let's get back to your store I just wanted to show that oh I have the steel one I want to show you the steel one real quick because I I blew it up and it, to me it looks pretty like a looks like a bigfoot face and that no. was what that was the one that we just saw and I blew it up so I want to show you it real quick
0: so um, why, why, why do some people refer to Bigfoot as fast watch like, it, like, what, what is the reasoning behind that
1: John
2: everybody asking. thinks something Bigfoot something different okay I can only give my opinion of it right some people think that they're associated with UFOs Okay. Uh, Some people think they're flesh and blood. My theory is on it because I have tracked them. I have heard them. I've had experiences with them. uh, That they are more of a spiritual side because I've heard all stories of them being shot. And they haven't found a body. You know, nobody's killed one with a gun that they can prove. Mm Okay. And then this year, I did a presentation at Beaver Creek, Ohio. And before I even went there to do the presentation, we were going to camp out. We were going to have a camp out. Mm -hmm. And a guy's name was Jack Warren that set it up, and he ran the event. And before I even went to the event, I said, there's a portal right up the trail behind the campsite. Everybody came to the campsite. There was 15 people that showed up at for it you know well three came to visit you know but uh there was 12 of us to stay 12 15 people the one man went back and i shared the i actually told you where jenny would to look for the the video that he made mm-hmm. he, he recorded he got an evp of a bigfoot because he listened to me and he went up there and he found it it was a, it was a really a good story it was 100 percent true too so that tells me that they do go through portals because they disappear in front of you yeah how can something five six hundred pounds disappear in front of you okay
1: it's it's, so let's getting back so you said that you actually saw them in your home
2: i felt like it was in my face right here It, it really wasn't but it was you know it came to me every night that's what PTSD is. You you relive and relive and relive and relive something tra- traumatic. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Fred helped me get through that. He really did. So I've been able to help a couple other people get through because it is very traumatizing to see something like this. Everybody wants to see it, but sometimes it's not all that easy on a person.
1: Yeah. Okay. So how, did, how did your journey from Bigfoot sighting evolve into your you conduct conducting psychic readings
2: you know what i, I was researching bigfoots and uh, putting a lot of time into it i was sitting on my de- back deck where i do most of my readings mm-hmm. and uh i was talking to the woman that was uh from north carolina i'll take that back south carolina and there was a missing person case a woman was abducted actually from the area, and everything just started coming through hmm. to me about this woman. And this woman was telling me, Oh, just keep talking, keep talking, keep talking, you know, ask me questions. I never saw this woman before. Ends up, she was murdered. Okay, oh, wow. the downfall of that. She was murdered, but and they found her body, and I helped find the body, even though. Of course, the police are hard to deal with on that, but that's a different story. But anyway, next thing I know, I'm getting these thoughts, and I'm working with an autistic kid that lives a half hour from me, and he actually communicates with Bigfoots. He's nonverbal, and when you when I talk to him, I can talk to him from my house to his house, men, men, telepathically or whatever you want to call it mentally, and he tells me about the Bigfoots. I know it's bad so for a while.
1: I've never heard that uh, of all my interviews over the past four years on people cryptics, Bigfoot. I've never heard anybody say that they were psychic, like they had a psychic. They communicate. I didn't say
2: they're psychic. I'm saying I was able to communicate with yes, them. Like
1: you, that's what I mean. Like you being able to communicate yep. with them. Um, uh, so spiritually, uh, mentally. They, um,
2: call huh. what they call it mind speak. What they? They actually put never, something in your head
1: oh and wow a lot
2: of people
1: so that just like more... they also have
2: what they call an, uh uh where they hit you with uh uh huh It's what sounds just like tigers having that it... and a lot of people will become sick whenever they encounter a big fool close to a bigfoot
1: well, I've, uh, I've heard the de- like UFO, like ETs, and if you you know telepathic, like Virginia said, yeah, I've heard that with like extraterrestrials, but never with Bigfoot. That's that's the first one. She's saying Russ said there's. He said that it was called infrasound. In Virginia. Uh, it's telepathic. Yeah. So they they you believe so you believe they do, do you think they want you to communicate with them, or do you think they don't?
2: I think that the reason why I could communicate with them because I can see and feel. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm not saying everybody's going to be able to do that. It worked with me. That's what I said. They are different. We don't know what they are. Okay? Yeah. I had friends that came down off the mountain the one time, walked down a the trail, they had something tapping behind them the whole way. A guy walked by him, says, I'm going to be up here on the mountain for a week, weekend. Half hour later, the guy went running, almost running past him. He had to leave, he was going home. Mm -hmm. He went right up the path that they had something tapping behind him. Those two researchers, and they were top notch researchers, never walked back up there to see what was up there. They just sat there and I said, You guys sat there and you never moved. And he said, and the one guy actually passed away, but the one guy says, you know, it never gave me I never thought about it. I never got Mm -hmm. up to go up there. And I said, That's because. They told you to stay away. I felt what they told him.
1: So do you and think some of these people, like these hunters that are missing, like on missing 411 with David Pilates, do you think this has something to do with Bigfoot?
2: I don't know what's taken the people, okay? Uh, there is something going on there with the 411, mm-hmm. okay? Uh I, I, I can't even venture to say what it is because yeah. there's so many people missing. So there has to be something behind it.
1: There's something, something. Yes. Intelligent. So, what would you say to a skeptic who's, who's never had such an experience? How do you bridge the gap between belief and skepticism in your conversations when you meet people?
2: Three years ago, on a Sunday before Labor Day, I was at a picnic. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a bonfire and everything like that the one guy's wife was there she was from down louisiana she had sightings when she was young she says i had problems this weekend because they were riding the horses she said they were close i know because of the way my horses act his guy told me you, i don't care what you say there's no such thing i said but i'm not i don't have to prove anything to you i said the reason why you don't notice anything is because you're always in the house with the air conditioner running, <laughs> TV playing, you're not outside. And he lived on the same stretch where I research. Yeah. So that was on Sunday. Tuesday, we were down at the same place. We put an exhaust on the van. And this guy pulls in. He says, Them son of a guns kept me up all night. What kept you up? They are by my house breaking brush. I said, What was behind your house? He said, Those Bigfoots. I looked at him. and said, "You just told me the other day they don't exist." And I turned and walked away from him. I don't have to prove anything to anybody. You know, it's just like you know, people don't get it. We try to prove at first. We try to share our knowledge with everybody when we find something, and then it gets to the point where we don't have to prove it to anybody. Yeah. And you're going to have people that don't believe, so you let them just don't believe. You know, you go on with your life. Because there are a lot of non believers, there's a lot of believers. There's, there's a lot, lot more believers. believers than you can imagine. I'll be honest with you. You know, I, I've been this like uh different events where there were six, seven hundred people, you know? And I'm not saying all of them were believers or believed. What I believe is that they believed that there was something there. You know?
1: I don't know what that noise is. It's very irritating I <laughs> hear in the background, but At this moment, this pause, I just want to let people know who's joining us. We have John Friedman. He claims he says he has seen Bigfoot. If you'd like to leave a comment or question for John, please do so in the chat. And I want to thank everyone for joining us tonight. And I also want to shout out to United Public Radio for sponsoring this hour. We're on FM 105.3 in Henderson Point, Mississippi and 107.7 in New Orleans. Jared, do you have any questions for John?
0: Yeah, so let's say if I if I want to, you know, meet Bigfoot. You know, like, like where do I start? Like what you know, where would I go? Like, I mean, do you recommend, you know, that to, to try to find him or or you know, how, how how would I go about finding him?
2: Okay. First, the state of Pennsylvania is considered third for all the states for the most sightings of Bigfoots. All right. I live in Pennsylvania. The Chestnut Ridge is considered the most populated with, you know, the most sightings, okay? I live in Fayette County, which uh, is part of the Chestnut Ridge, part of it. I can go out in the woods, anywhere. That doesn't mean I'm going to find a Bigfoot. That doesn't mean I'm going to find evidence, okay? Okay. But if you have a general area where there's been sightings, that's where you go to start to look. And the first thing you do is when you get there, you forget regular like hunting and everything else. You don't walk down a deer trail like you do for deer hunting. You, you see the deer trail, you look on each side of the deer, deer trail. Okay. And it's amazing. I never saw a track until like six years ago the was I, I didn't you know i never saw a track five six years ago it was the first tracks i saw uh like i said some people think they're associated with ufos some people say that they're around the old cemeteries the family little cemeteries that they around there uh they say that they're around the indian burial grounds uh the property that i researched mainly has a uh, cemetery from the 1860s, 1890s, on it. It has Indian burial mounds. We found nine burial mounds, and according to California University, because they're the ones that do the digs around here,
1: mm-hmm.
2: the Indian burial mounds are, are about six thousand years old. It's it's unreal because nothing grows on it except for moss. You won't find grass growing it. You won't find a tree growing out of them. So I talked to a researcher about it, and I said, the only thing that grows on them is moss. What, what's the deal with that? And he said, well, what's moss? I said, I don't know. He said, it's 90% iodine. The natives said that the Bigfoots came here to help them with medicinal stuff. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense to me then that, that they, they are actually, it's like it's almost groomed. that That's the only thing on those that grows on those Indian mounds where I'm at, moss. you know, is uh, moss. You know, I turn over a shovel full of dirt in my yard, grass will start growing or weeds will start growing within a week on it. Yeah. This is 6,000 years and nothing grows on it. No trees, nothing.
1: What, what, what does the iodine, what would that have to do with the...
2: Was it, well, you the use iodine-, iodine for cuts. Uh, matter of fact, I talked to a woman from Canada that's a researcher.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And she uses that to this day, but she's part native. If she's in the woods and gets a cut, and she sees moss, she'll pick it up, I, shake it off. I,
0: I, iodine, yeah, I use iodine. I think I, I,
2: yeah.
0: it, it it burns, like it burns when you when you put it on. The yes. Yeah.
2: And and the natives actually used it for years for cuts and stuff.
1: Yes, yeah. oh. You know. Uh, so do you th- do you, so? You think you actually think Bigfoot is cultivating the iodine i mean
2: i think i think that they interacted with the natives uh before the settlers came here
1: mm-hmm. i really
2: do i think that they interacted with them uh a lot of the different uh tribes have said this okay now that's not a written history you know that is a verbal history handed down passed down mm-hmm. that they've you know interacted with them some tribes say that they were no good some tribes said that they were good you know it, it, it all depends on who you talk to you know
1: when when you saw when you had this close encounter with bigfoot a lot of people are saying he smells really bad did you catch an odor
2: i never caught an odor i've never caught an odor to be honest with you other people i know have said that mm-hmm. and i also take a lot of reports so I tell the people, okay, what you're describing does sound like a Bigfoot. I can't say you saw Bigfoot up, but I can say that is what you think you saw. Yeah. Just like me. That is what I think I saw.
1: You th- believe 100% it was Bigfoot. No, you, you described that you or maybe you have the psychic ability before you encountered him and describe what a psychic reading involves, especially for people who don't know what's in the concept of what it is. Can you describe please?
2: Uh what a psychic reading or a psychic about
1: them? Uh, Well, no, this is cause you said this, the psychic, you started doing psychic readings after you saw. Yes. Okay. And, you're not sure if this you, this gift was brought upon because of the sighting. And for anybody out there who doesn't know like what's involved, and especially for listeners who might not know anything about the concept of a psychic reading, could you explain? A
2: psychic reading is where spirit comes to you and, and shows you and puts it in a way so that you can tell a person what you what they want you to know What you want them to tell you you know you have to be able to tell them that what it shows you spirit okay when i do readings the only thing i taught tell people are that i will only tell you what spirit tells me to tell you anything else is a story and i don't do stories okay that's the problem that a lot of psychics so-called psychics it's a story it's not what spirit is telling them. Okay. Spirit helps me to see so that I can tell you what they want me to tell you. If your great uncle wants to come to see you and say something, spirit has to tell me what he has to say so I can tell you what he has to say. Okay. That's what, that's how I see spirit. You know how I can do readings because spirit comes to me.
1: So- now when you say spirit what kind of a spirit are we talking about
2: I feel that it's uh, that it's the universe the spirits telling me that what to say to you okay like i i do not Does the spirit i feel take- that everybody has a different belief
1: in the world okay Jared what did you say I'm sorry excuse uh, me John the
0: spirit take like a form. like a humanoid form or or like can you see it
2: no No. spirit comes and talks to me in my ear okay spirit does not show me a form of itself okay ah it might tell me about a form or what somebody looks like but it will not it's not like if there's a person standing next to me talking to me it's talking into my ear okay uh it's hard to explain what spirit is but you if you have abilities you know what spirit is that's a, that's the best way i can describe it it's not something that you can just say well it's it's uh somebody sitting there that's six foot tall or whatever okay just is like you can't spirit? say what god is you is can't say a, what god is is god it is a a spirit is, you know
1: is, is it a human spirit
2: Yes, I feel that it's a human spirit. Okay, because it talks. It talks to you. It talks to me through my left ear. Actually, that's where I hear spirit from.
0: Okay. So and is funny what, thing is, is,
2: I'm deaf in what, my left what, ear, and I hear the talking in my left ear.
0: What does the spirit sound like? Does it like have a, a male voice? It, it,
2: it just. It just tells me. You know, I just hear. I can't describe the voice or anything. It's not like it's. Got an accent or it's a man or a woman it just communicates to me through my left ear
1: okay and when you clear a house of bad energy what does that process look like can you share that exa- an example particularly like a one that a matter of fact
2: out? the person that you have right up on screen right now is one that i work with with clearing house with Sabella.
1: what's what's uh, what
2: we go in whenever people have problems and we clear the bad energy Mm -hmm. okay Sabella's been doing this a long time I haven't been okay but she has an added bonus with me because every place that we've cleared so far I've explained and described everything before we even got there what was going to be there because of my ability Mm
1: -hmm.
2: if there's a portal I would tell her where you know and uh, we've done very good together very good work our energies work really well and, she, uh,
1: and she's a psychic too.
2: No, Sebastian. she is a witch.
1: Oh. Okay.
2: okay. Yes. And a
1: good witch or a bad witch?
2: Well, she's a good witch. Great. She's actually what she calls a kitchen witch. Okay. A kitchen
1: witch. She makes us yes. a lot of spices. She works. That's with what Earth. she
2: says. You know. Uh... She, she makes potions and stuff like that. Uh, doesn't do anything to hurt anybody. She's really dedicated to helping people. Okay? She's part of what I consider my circle because we help a lot of people. Me, her, and a few other ones. We go out of our way to help people. People that are depressed. People that are suicidal. We try to help them.
1: Where do you meet these? Is this from the... Um... The Fayette County Bigfoot Society, or did you meet them other places?
2: i i I started meeting people whenever I started doing events. Okay. Okay. And I, a, I don't know whether you've been to events.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I used to be. I used to be a big, I'm a bigfoot. I used to be. I used to be a on field investigator under yes. John Vendry's, um direction. Yes, I know him.
2: And Fred's is good friend that helped me. They used to have uh UFO over Pittsburgh. Okay. But anyway, uh, when you start going to events, it just seems like you start talking to people. And you start becoming friends. And then plus on the internet. See, you have that option on the internet today of meeting people. Mm-hmm. Okay. I met some of the best researchers, Bigfoot researchers I know to this day on the internet. And then I got to meet them in person, of course. Uh, they came to hear me talk, or I'd go to hear them, pre- present. you know, give a presentation. And the people I deal with are people that are willing to go out there and really research. And whenever I say research, when we go into the woods, we treat every... Far those woods like if it's a crime scene yeah if you find any evidence and you start spreading out as far as you can so there's no more evidence that you make sure there's no more evidence and you document the stuff
1: how many okay? sightings? You're, you're
2: not just walking around you're not like those people on tv that don't find anything or just hooting
0: and hollering you're where, actually doing where, an investigation where, where, uh, go
1: ahead jared oh yeah
0: yeah where can we find some of this like documentation? Is it online? Like, is there any sort of like research papers that, you know, let's say I wanted to, you know, look into and, and you know, take a look on, on my own time?
2: There's there's a lot of information out there, sir. I got a book right here with pictures of it, of tracks that I've gotten. Uh, you know, Dan uh,
1: Gordon's uh, page is a really good um, place for. Yeah, Stan's a good guy. guy. Yeah, for, her, for, for Bigfoot
2: sightings and UFO sightings. Yes. Yeah, yeah I know, Stan. Uh, everybody has a book out there. Yeah. They write a book, okay, of sightings or whatever. And then you have organizations that... Uh, the BFRO was one of them that they teach their researchers. They're like a move-on type deal for Bigfoot, okay? They teach them how what the, how they want them to do research for an investigation. MUFON does the same thing with their agents, okay? It's just that one does UFOs and extraterrestrials or whatever, and one does Bigfoot. I'm not saying I agree with them. I You know, I don't know what they do because I'm not a BFRO member. I'm an independent researcher. I know that I can share with... I share with certain people that I know are good researchers too. We, to be honest with you, we're no closer to finding out what they are. And we probably mm-hmm. never will in our lifetime.
0: Let, let me ask you a question. So, so, you know, with such a close link between UFOs and Bigfoot, do we do we think maybe Bigfoot's from a different planet, potentially? Some people think that.
2: Some people think that, I, I, I can't say. You know, I can say one thing, that they do use portals because I've not only seen pictures of it, that portal was right there where that guy got the EVP,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and so that to me, the only thing that goes through portals is spiritual. I got a report from a guy up in Oil City, Pennsylvania, of a saber-toothed tiger that walked by him while he was archery hunting. Oh. How long have they been extinct?
1: Do you find these to be hostile to human beings, or do you think they're more docile? You know, don't really—they just want to go on their own business.
2: I think that you know, there—they're they're supposed to be. People say there's three, four species of every of them. Okay. My problem with that is. Okay, it's just like humans. You don't have three or four species of humans, you have humans, okay? Yeah. We're all different. So, the first one I saw had more of a flat nose, ape-like face, black leathery skin on its face. The last one I saw had like graying on its face and of a more of a human nose. You know I, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm uh you know i hear the reports of this and that because i do take a lot of reports from people uh one of the main things i have to say about reports are when you take a report of one you will know that the person is telling the truth because that he saw something okay i'm not saying it's what he it was a big foot he saw but he saw something because one of the first things he'll say is it was seven foot tall it was three foot wide. I'm six foot tall. I'm not a small man. It's shoulders. Everyone that I've seen is shoulders are at least one and a half times as wide as mine. Okay. If they do not mention the width of the shoulder, I mean, you can't get away from the shoulders, how big they are in the chest. Mm-hmm. Even if you see the back, you're still seeing the shoulders in the, in the back. Okay if they do not mention something like that that you know because they all say the same thing well i saw it, it was going away from me you know that's one of the biggest things you're still seeing the back so you're seeing how wide they are and they all say that oh they got long arms yes they do it seems like they have long arms but that you will notice the chest more than anything else i'm, I'm being honest with you as uh, the, the width of the width of them is what i mean
1: Okay, your encounters, was it the same Bigfoot or was it a different one each time?
2: The first one I saw was about seven and a half foot tall. Okay, the next one I saw was 10 miles away, maybe 15 miles away, and it was probably 200 yards away. So I can't tell you facial features. I can't tell you that it was... Seven foot tall, six foot tall, because you know it was too far away to tell. Okay, and the last one I saw was twenty five feet away from me, and I watched it for over ten minutes. I actually lit a cigarette and smoked a cigarette while I was watching it, and it was watching me. It stood up right in front of me in a field that was about a foot high of uh, like grass and weeds. Do you think it and was like
0: reacted to the the smell of the cigarette or? <laughs> oh did he like the smell of the cigarette
2: no it uh what, what happened we were cutting wood and my buddy went to deliver a load of wood about 10 minutes up the road i said well i'm gonna sit here and smoke cigarette, wait till you get back him and another guy left and whenever he pulled away to go down a hill because we're, we're on gated property where nobody's allowed in there okay You have to, when you go in, you have to unlock the gate to get in, close the gate, lock it. And when you leave, you have to unlock it to leave and then lock it back up, okay? When he left, it stood up right in front of me. I I was like, yes, I put the cigarette in my mouth and I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I reached for my phone. It's in a truck that just went down a hill. So I couldn't even take a picture of it or try to take a picture of it. So i'm standing i'm sitting there and i'm looking and it's looking at me and it's doing what it's these looking like it was like looking around a tree at me you know trying to get me to move i reached in my pocket lit a cigarette i lit the cigarette I, i'm sitting there smoking a cigarette watching it it's watching me so all of a sudden it looks down the hill toward like where the gate is about a quarter mile away and it started walking through the field to get to the woods. By the time he got to the woods, I heard my buddy's truck coming up the hill. And he got there and he says, what's the matter? I said, you will not believe what I just saw. We walked over there, there were 16 inch tracks there. I showed them to him. He said, I believe it. So that night we actually had a bonfire planned for that night at his house at a, his property of Buttsis, And another researcher coming down so that he could meet some of these people that live on this lane, on this road. Because he didn't believe some of the stories I was coming back with. So it was cold, it was winter, and we have a bonfire going. He's talking to these people there, telling them their stories, and all of a sudden you hear whoop out of the hollow that we were just in, that I that I had my sighting on that day, that morning. Directly across the river, one answers it, and then coyotes went ballistic. And he, he looked at me, he says, I believe you 100% they're here. That's oh, what he said to me. He said, no one can ever tell me what I heard could have been hoaxed.
1: Was there a time when more than one person could see or hear him at the time? Or was it always single, like one individual?
2: I know that there was people that lived on that street. That the families all saw Bigfoots in that area. Mm-hmm. Because I talked to them when we were out we experienced uh I actually saw one and then the one time that we saw that one it was out of ways, about a hundred yards, hundred and fifty yards out I would say. There was four of us there and two of us saw it.
1: Okay. The other true. two said they didn't see it. Okay.
2: okay. But in the same thing, that place that we saw it, there was a guy that owns that property in that hollow. That he has two trailers in that They were there every weekend drinking and partying and hunting and everything. Two years before that is when my buddy that lives over there heard him for the first time. And nobody went back in there. They no. quit going in there hunting and everything. They abandoned the place. And when we went in, there was tree stands there. There was deer feeders there. There was trail cameras there from two years before. Nobody was in there besides us. He wouldn't even go on their own property.
1: How many sightings do you think in this area alone each year are there?
2: Let's put it this way. If you get a thousand sightings and 10% of them are, are actual sightings, not hoaxed or not wrong things, you know, like bears or whatever, or shadows that they might have saw, there's still 100 sightings that are you know, 10%, it's still hundred sightings a year.
1: Yeah. Does he stay close?
2: I, I, I I'll I'll send you a picture of the map that a friend of mine made that went back in, in every sighting that has been reported in the state of Pennsylvania. He has, and it has pins in it. It's wow. an electronic map. And as people report them, another pin goes in.
1: Yeah.
2: And yeah. you'd be amazed.
1: Does you'd he be amazed in stay- the
2: state of Pennsylvania
1: does he stay close to the like the wooded area or has he ventured I know you said you saw him in your in your home but are there reports that he's ventured into residential areas like other than your experience there are
2: reports of that there are reports of that you get a lot of reports of them coming in and and smacking inside of houses
1: what do you what would you say to somebody like a they see this creature how would you How would you um, tell them how to react? Should they just be quiet? Because are they in danger? Is their life in danger if they see this thing? Or should they, like, you know, if you see a bear, you're supposed to, what is it, stand still? I,
2: I personally have never felt threatened by one. I hear reports from people, oh, it bluff charged me, it did this, it did that. Uh,
1: yeah, but if you... you way,
2: if, if they're on your property... Believe it or not, the easiest way it seems to get away from your house—put up a motion-sensitive light and cameras. It seems like they shy away from all that.
1: Well, if you if you listen or watched um, Michael play, uh David plays um, Hunted Miss the Hunted, um, you would think differently because he said that these hunters that went missing—they found nothing. They so found I, in the heath nothing except okay. sometimes their coffee. Thermos or their boots.
0: What makes you think they're okay. afraid?
2: But that's no guarantee that's a Bigfoot either.
1: Wait, excuse me. What did you say, Jarrett?
0: I was saying what makes you think they're afraid of cameras?
1: Oh.
2: What makes what makes me think that? Yeah. From what I've heard from everybody else that had problems, as soon as they put up a camera, they become shy and move away. Okay? The best track I've ever seen. This is, this is the truth. My buddy had his, his trail camera there. He raked everything up to plant his uh, crop for hunting, his uh, fall crop. And him and my wife were going through this trail camera. And I'm standing there in front of the tree 20 feet away. And I said, there's going to be either the best picture in the world on that camera, or there's going to be something wrong. There was two blacked out pictures back to back out of about 100 pictures. And there was a track that was bigger than my foot. Yeah. 20 feet in front of it, it was the best track I've ever seen. And I didn't have anything to cast it. Ah. And, but they had every squirrel that went by it, every chipmunk, every possum, every raccoon, every deer, every turkey. But there was two that were missing, two pictures that were blacked out. And that was right in front of it, 20 feet in front.
1: That's incredible. I
2: don't yeah. know what they do with electronics. They... Or you know, I hear from yeah, everybody. They, I had they, one guy tell me that it—he actually had four trail cameras fried
1: yeah, in a week's that's time. They, say. they do say that. They do say that.
2: Okay, I've never had it because I don't put electronics out for them. No. No, you know,
1: I'd like to see one like on a trail camera. That would be nicest. I mean, I would.
2: I, close up on them. Picture that I could share with you later, but not on camera of a trail cam pitcher from Ohio with um, a baby Bigfoot on it.
1: Oh, baby Bigfoot. Yes. I'd take it home. <laughs> yes. Before, before, we're coming down to the wire, last five minutes, but I just wanted to change the subject a little bit, go to, to Sunday night. When we talked about, when I had um, Bob Kramer on the show.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, the, the demon of uh, Brownsville, where, since you live in that area. Demon of Brownsville Road. Now we had so many comments at uh, people just thinking he was insane. Um they they just thought he was demonic himself. And I know you left the stream. You left us, you didn't want to be you did well, I, I didn't
2: I didn't I didn't buy his bull.
1: His bull. Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: I came across I went on his website, so I did some research on him and his place, his bed and breakfast, okay. Which I would never stay there, knowing that there was a demon there. Do you believe he's running it out as a wedding venue? I mean, what are your thoughts on let that? Let me
2: let me explain something to you. <laughs> I have encountered demons now, okay. I've seen three of my dealt with. You're not going to let live in the house with you. I'm sorry. If you're going to do that and you have your family there, you're not right in your head I don't care. Yeah, that's why I had to leave because the guy was talking so crazy in my opinion, I'm not going to waste my time with somebody that's going to talk that way. All right. I I left because it wasn't worth it to me.
1: Yeah. I I just, I just thought it was, would you want to start your marriage at a venue that had a demon? (laughs) I I and just he was proud of it, was, yeah.
2: He was proud. I know.
1: Of it. And the thing is, his son committed suicide. Was that in the house? Did he commit suicide in the house? Yes. He didn't say. I mean, that would give me one reason to leave. I just found it so bizarre. And- well,
2: you saw what I said. I said I, I got to leave when you have somebody that's, you know, realistic on your show. I'll be back to watch. Yeah. Because I wasn't going to sit there and watch a guy like you. you don't feed into people like that because that's what they want attention
1: i just couldn't believe that they're actually making they made a documentary you know on that it's like why i mean i don't you know, know if it's for real um i'm sure i'll get some nasty emails from him he's probably listening um i just found it to be bizarre but john tell us where this is going we have like two minutes left um how, where are you going now are you going to continue to do some like, conferences research on this your future plans
2: i'm going to keep researching i'm going to keep going to conferences uh i'm going to keep doing readings uh
1: and where can somebody get a reading from you you, you mentioned you're going on we YouTube. have a
2: room in facebook it's called uh seeing through the veil
1: seeing through the veil i think yes and we're we're YouTube.
2: getting ready to launch a youtube channel ourselves uh, Virginia myself uh, and
1: Are you charging for these readings That When you do this on this site
2: Yes we do charge for readings But a lot of times we do lives We do questions in, in our lives That are free We answer questions for free
1: So if I go on your site tomorrow And I ask you a question You'll be able to help me out
2: We will do our best to help you
1: Okay
2: We've never turned anybody down We don't care if it's 2 in the morning
1: Great well, it was you know, a pleasure to have you on the show tonight. We'll have to have you on again. We'll have to bring on Fred and maybe John, have a big you know, panel going.
2: Uh, it, we'll see about that
1: one. It'll be an interesting one. I have my uh, my feelings about Fred, but we'll get into that later, sweetie. But yes. um, thank you again for joining us tonight, John. And it All was right. a pleasure. You have a great night. Well, that was fun, Jared.
0: Yeah, yeah I really enjoyed that.
1: Yeah, hopefully next time you can get a couple more questions in. I I believe I I I get scared to think to think that Bigfoot's out there that he's going yeah. around residential areas. I just I don't know. It, what do you it, think about? No, I mean, you know,
0: he wouldn't come to my places. I, I have cameras everywhere, so um, I think I'm safe.
1: But if you got him on a camera, that would be interesting.
0: That's true, and sometimes I do see an animal. You know, coming to the feed, but it never shows me what the animal is. Maybe maybe it's him, or her, or I don't know what what.
1: Yeah, it's. I've I've talked to so many people over the last. This is the fourth year for chasing prophecy. When I had all the guys on as the you know co-hosts, we've talked to so many people about Bigfoot. Um, There's so many different you know views on it. Like, is it UFO? Is it you know, something else? Is it you know, is it like an alien? Is it is it coming from a portal or Another demonic? Maybe it's,
0: a, maybe it's a different planet.
1: Uh. Coming from a different planet. That's what, uh, or it could be some kind of evolution s- screw scrub that, yeah. you know who knows? Or you can you can get into thinking about the island of Doctor Moreau too, you know, or some kind of weird cross DNA thing. Who knows? But it was it was fun. Um we'll have to have you on again. Oh, yeah. What are your what are your are you still gaming?
0: Yeah, i probably play my uh, OLED Steam Deck here, you know. Um I'm not sure my yeah, I'm sure you saw my my, my Bigfoot here.
1: You know? <laughs> yeah, your bigfoot cat. <laughs> yeah, well, we got one second left, and I think it's eight o'clock. Okay, well, thank you so much again for joining us on Chasing Prophecy Radio. If you think you'd be a good guest or a co-host, drop me an email or a direct message on Chasing Prophecy Radio on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and we'll see you. Let's see, we'll see you Sunday night, hopefully. Okay, have a great night, Jared. Thanks again yep. for. Yeah. co thank you everybody out there guys mud Douglas thank you for coming I uh, hope you'll we'll see you again I know you're Johnny's friend but this stream is not ending